0: Welcome to Off the beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey.
1: Across the beautiful United States.
0: We're the fellas. Welcome to episode 60.
1: Nice.
0: Please follow us at The Fables on Facebook and Instagram. And if you need the show notes for this episode, which are going to be so hard to do because this is a lot.
1: I'm can- busy that day, <laughs> by the way. Not going to be able to help you.
0: You can find them at com slash 60. And what are we talking about today?
1: Talking about RV destinations around the country.
0: Sixty of them. For our 60th podcast, we are going to talk about 60 places you should go in an RV. So these are in no particular order they literally were just us trying to get 60 items we just we just
1: brainstormed (laughs) 60 places that we've been and stayed
0: and enjoyed them in an rv and and there's reasons why you should do it sometimes we'll mention it and sometimes you just have to go do it in an rv to figure it out
1: we should make a facebook the ultimate road trip and have it just like a mess it'd look like a bird's nest oh uh, with a map (laughs)
0: <laughs> of all 60. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't do all the 60 of these at the same time. These are 60 RV destinations that you can do, like, on a quick trip or something. So, the first one we're going to talk about is the Grand Canyon. I think this is a great spot to do an RV destination because you can stay for free right outside the park in an RV.
1: Yep. This is probably the closest we've ever stayed to a national park.
0: And it's what entrance?
1: The South South Rim.
0: Yep. South Rim entrance. You can actually stay in the National Forest, which is right outside. It's a boondocking spot.
1: Kaibab National Forest. It's like Forest Road 302, and there's a ton of boondocking there. And it's five minutes outside of the gate of the South Rim.
0: Yeah. So if you plan on visiting the National Park, this is a great place to stay because you can just drive right in multiple times a week (laughs) and do like different sections of the park
1: yeah we went in a ton of times and Mm -hmm. i think we were there like a week and we went in so many different times at different times of the day and it was just super easy and convenient
0: and it's free did i mention that
1: (laughs) free 99
0: yep free 99 so that's our first spot we're mentioning the grand canyon and who doesn't want to go to visit the grand canyon and stay for free the next one is grand tetons national park I put this one on the list because there's a ton of boondocking right across the street <laughs> from the National Park, and your view is the Teton Mountains. Yep. So it, it's like the perfect, and it's all free, boondocking free. I yeah, don't know you're, if you, that.
1: When you're boondocking there, your your spot is bordering the National Park, so it's right there. Mm-hmm. And when I said the Grand Canyon, maybe not the closest. Maybe yeah. Grand Teton is. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, and, and the thing is, is you don't even really need to be in the park because your view is the mountains, the, yeah. the highlight. Yeah, and in every spot
1: park. we've stayed, we've had a view of the Teton Mountain Range. And it's that's why we keep going back there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like an epic view, too. And when you leave your area, you have to mostly drive through the national park to do anything. Yep. So you get to, like, drive <laughs> through all the animals and see everything, and you have chances of seeing everything. Yep. It's just a really great spot
1: to stay. Yep, it's one of our faves.
0: And what are those spots called that we've stayed at? We've stayed at the...
1: Shadow Mountain Is that area. the one we stayed
0: at last time when we had the Great Host?
1: Yep, Shadow Mountain area. And then we've stayed at uh, Spread Creek a couple mm-hmm. times. And Toppings Lake. If you look at our website, it'll show you the exact coordinates where you can stay.
0: Mm-hmm. We have links to those spots for sure.
1: Third one on our list, Drummond Island. Not only is it an island that you have to ferry across, which is just a cool experience anyways. But there is like, there's kayaking, fishing, all kinds of water sports, and some of the best jeep trails in Michigan.
0: Do they have, they have hotels? So you could go and stay in a hotel.
1: I really wouldn't say hotels. Motels. I would say motels, <laughs> cabins and uh, lodges and stuff like that. There's several, in campgrounds. There's campgrounds all around the island there.
0: Yes, you can camp in tents. We did not stay in a free spot. It wasn't free.
1: Nope, it was a county park. Mm -hmm. It was inexpensive.
0: Yeah, under under our limit.
1: Yep. (laughs) So we stayed there, and like I said, it was in, in September. So the weather was pretty much perfect. It wasn't too cold, wasn't too hot.
0: Great spot to go. Yes. Okay, another RV destination place. Is Glacier.
1: Glacier National Park. Another one of our faves.
0: hmm And you can stay outside of the park here, too. It's a little farther away. I would say 25 minutes. About 20. Actually, you can go in the back way, <laughs> which is quicker, right?
1: You do not want to go that
0: way. <laughs> I mean, if the road is better, who knows?
1: No, I can't remember. That's the, uh, like, Apgar entrance. Uh-huh. Uh, that road is so bad. Yeah. But... You know, we, just like like something that we need to do is do every angle of it, every yeah. aspect.
0: <laughs> but you can go in the other way, and it's it's a little farther, like twenty five minutes or yeah, so away. Yep. Um, but it's still a great spot to boondock. We actually have went here twice. We've blogged about it twice. Yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast. So you can definitely find locate like. Um, directions to that specific spot but there's also other boondocking spots all around there right yeah
1: for sure there's one cool spot right on the river but it's not really big rig friendly so if you're a van lifer jeep tenner something like that you can camp right on the river there and it's a really epic spot
0: and that's closer to the park as well because we actually pass over that every single time we go
1: yep another cool place to go in an rv dinosaur valley state park and that's in glenrose texas
0: now, is there boondocking in that area?
1: Not that I know of. Now, when we went there in 2020, we weren't really, like, seasoned boondockers. <laughs> and we really didn't have the resource. We didn't know about the resources to, to find boondocking locations. So, But we used a 1,000 Trails, which the 1,000 Trails at, uh, I believe, Lake Whitney, where we stayed, um, is not that far. Maybe yeah. 30 to 45 minutes.
0: And so we stayed there. So if you have a Thousand Trails member, you can just membership. You can just stay there. Um, but I'm sure there's other campgrounds that are closer. And this is an awesome place to go visit uh, because number one, there's other stuff you can do in Texas. Yeah. So you can plan like a whole route using road trippers. You can find a lot of things around there if you'd like. In fact, are we driving by there, Tony? Maybe we should go no, back there. No, we're not. Oh, okay, never mind.
1: It's more like I would say central-ish Texas.
0: Okay. It's amazing, though. There's a river, and there's dinosaur tracks. Yeah. Like, real dinosaur tracks. Our kids were swimming in dinosaur feet. Multiple. <laughs> it was crazy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a very unique experience. And one, th- one tip for that is um, get on their Facebook page, because mm-hmm. they have real-time updates on weather conditions, and the most important thing is the river, If the river is too high or too fast or if there's been recent weather, uh, if it's murky, you can't see the tracks. So you have to pay attention to the conditions of that river.
0: The other tip, too, is... You will get wet.
1: <laughs> yes. Plan I mean, on it. I mean, it's... Yeah.
0: I didn't actually think we would get wet. I thought we would be walking, like, across the river a few times, maybe. So we all wore shorts and everything, and but I didn't think... Like, uh, we were walking in the river. We
1: walked a quarter mile in the river.
0: Yes, and it was amazing. And you don't have to do that. There's trails outside, but it was a hot day. Just do it. Yeah, and it was just so much it cooler to, to it, add yeah. in the in the river. Another place to go visit in an RV...
1: Daytona Beach.
0: Mm -hmm. We've stayed at two different campgrounds near Daytona Beach. Yeah. And you can drive out on the beach.
1: This is a pay-to-drive-on beach uh, during certain hours. At the end of the day, usually, it's free.
0: That's when we went.
1: Yep, that's just because (laughs) it made sense. Unless we were going to spend the whole day out there. I think we did one time in the Jeep. It's fine in cars, trucks, whatever. But I didn't really see many RVs out there, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't know if there is or not. But it's a cool area and great to visit in an RV because if you're a Thousand Trails member, there's two Encore parks right near Daytona Beach and it's obviously free. Yeah, so.
1: one of them is Rose Bay. It's pretty close and the other one is um Sunshine Holiday Daytona.
0: Number 7.
1: Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore.
0: Yes, and the entire surrounding area. Yeah. So I have this on there because that whole strip is amazing. You can pretty much do Grand grand Marais, grand Marais and then Munising. A, Munising, all of that.
1: Yep. Marquette is not that far away.
0: So if you're in an RV, you're going to be driving there, uh, and there's tons of stuff to do on the way. So it's not just like you're going to that one spot to see the pictured rocks which are amazing and worth it on their own but there's all those things that you just mentioned
1: there's waterfalls there's all kinds of stuff there's a ton of waterfalls in that area within an hour drive you know if you're like us and you like little road trips and stuff we don't mind driving that hour to go to a cool destination like waterfall or something like that with a with a short hike or whatever
0: and there's campgrounds all along the way. Yep. So you could camp at multiple places. If you have an RV, you could camp, you can move along the whole way. I just said Pictured Rocks because that's like yep. the main attraction. Yeah. But yeah. everything around there is amazing too. And so you could camp multiple places and visit. It's all like within like three or four hours yeah. from each other.
1: Yeah, and in Pictured Rocks you can do a boat tour on their they have glass bottom boats, they have uh cruises that go along the pictured rocks and you can privately rent pontoon boats mm-hmm. so that can you know up your experience all overall
0: you can also do kayak tours kayak and stuff. tours mm-hmm.
1: there's all kinds of good stuff to do another one in the up right after Pictured Rocks is the Copper Harbor area which would be we, we should just say the Keweenaw Peninsula yeah you're gonna say that
0: you can actually add this to the Pictured Rocks RV destination because you could do Pictured Rocks if you're coming across the Mackinac Bridge you can go to Pictured Rocks and do all those things that we mentioned, and then keep driving and go to
1: the Keweenaw Peninsula. Yes, which includes like Copper Harbor, Eagle Harbor. There's a ton of lighthouses, a lot of good sightseeing. There's epic mountain bike trails up there.
0: Mm-hmm. You pass over that bridge with like the city.
1: Oh yeah, Houghton Hancock.
0: <laughs> that was. It's so like cool. a
1: old yeah like a lift bridge that goes over.
0: But it's it goes the over the river. That's not that big of a deal. But it the city is built into a mountain.
1: Yeah, it's a really really cool city, cool town. Mm-hmm. Yep, Michigan Tech's there, College Town. There's mine tours. The um, Quincy Mine do that. That's really cool. You go down into the into the earth.
0: And where did we stay?
1: We actually stayed at several different spots. Wow. Yeah, we we stayed at the city park. We stayed at a state park right up there.
0: It's still much cheaper though than staying at hotels and. You have your, like, all your stuff with you that you want. Yeah. So another great RV destination is the Rochester Panel Rock Art. All the way across the country.
1: Yep. We're going from the UP to Utah. (laughs) Um, This one is near Farron, Utah. We stayed at the Millsite State Park there on the Millsite Reservoir. And it's just a short drive to the Rochester Panel Art. This is a kind of a little rugged hike you hike I mean, it's not
0: rugged that rugged if i can do it, it it's is not rugged
1: we have a video of it and it's pretty rugged like you're
0: i mean it's, you can handle it if i can handle it you can handle it. <laughs> Either it's way. not wheelchair accessible is what you're saying
1: <laughs> it's not a strenuous hike but it is a rugged hike. it's a in the middle of nowhere hike yeah yes there true rocks and boulders and stuff but you go to petroglyphs
0: mm-hmm. go and... when it's cold so there's no snakes
1: yeah we were there in, I want to say, October. It was right around Halloween, and the temps were really nice. It was comfortable for hiking. We had a really good time. We spent like half the day doing it.
0: Yeah, we went out. We had a little picnic and then came back. Yep. It was good. And you get right up next to them like you could yeah, touch Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not like a lot of them where you're at a distance. This is like you're right there.
0: There are a few gyms.
1: Yeah, the gym was here in 1922.
0: <laughs> which is still kind of cool 1922 yeah. Yeah. that's still cool
1: <laughs> number 10 on the list bonneville salt flats
0: yes so we actually boondocked right outside of there oh, well, actually it was about an hour away could we have gotten closer
1: we could have stayed closer but it was the bonneville salt flats were kind of like a um, extra activity that we were going to do and it was out of the way mm-hmm. so we stayed kind of in between where it wouldn't be too inconvenient to leave again rather than driving all the way to the salt flats with the rv and then driving all the way back so we did that we boondocked about halfway in between and then we went there and spent and how far away were we it was about an hour away
0: yeah it was about an hour away and that's a boondocking spot so you can definitely stay there or you can stay closer yeah there's
1: actually uh boondocking and stuff right near the salt flats
0: and they're cool they are Way cooler than I thought. Almost everything we do is way cooler than I thought it was. <laughs> but this was really cool. It, it is salty. We tasted it.
1: Oh, yeah. Everybody had a bite of salt.
0: <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. We got to drive our Jeep out there, and we went fast. We may
1: have even broke a Jeep land speed record.
0: No, we didn't.
1: 91 miles per hour. That's pretty good for a Jeep. <laughs> but that's really cool. It's, it's just something that's it's so vast. Like you can, it feels like you can keep driving and driving forever.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's like a few mountains around there that you can see in the background. Yeah. I mean, just epic photos.
1: Oh yeah. If you're, you if you're into cool landscape stuff. photography or, you know, that would be good portraits and stuff out there. Wedding too. photos. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Wedding photos would be good. Number 11.
1: This is one of our favorite winter destinations in an RV. Yuma, Arizona.
0: Yes. Nice. Nicest place in the country to winter.
1: There's more pros than cons.
0: Unless you want to come here and then – unless everybody wants to come here and then I'm going to tell you it's the worst place to come.
1: Yeah, you come here, just don't tell your friends about it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Now, in the winter weather is usually pretty amazing. Um,
0: The only negative are furry brown things.
1: Yeah, tarantulas.
0: (laughs) There are a ton of RV parks here. There's a ton of boondocking. I mean, it's kind of like the boondocking capital – of the well, country, yeah, an hour say. away
1: <laughs> is Quartzite, which is Boondockers heaven.
0: Yeah, I, and and there's tons of boondocking around here as well. Yep. So, I would recommend both of Yuma and Quartzite. Let's kind of group those together. I think they both would be good.
1: It's very RV friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. And they do Christmas so well. Tons yeah. of lights. The best tons Christmas of stuff
1: yes. that we've seen.
0: Yeah. We've been in Vegas, and we've been in Florida during Christmas time, and we would say, hands down, Yuma's better.
1: Number 12, Moab, Utah.
0: Yes, and, and when you go to Moab, you get bonus stuff because there's so much around there. Yeah. When you go to Moab, you get canyon lands, yep. arches. There's tons of fossils and dinosaur tracks that you can see. Yep. We have... Um, two podcasts about Utah at least two Italy. I think <laughs> yeah yeah uh great place and we will be going back for sure this yeah. is an awesome spot to RV you can boondock there I would yeah I would, do all of the things.
1: yep there was so much boondocking around and if you're a jeeper there's hundreds of trails around there from like beginner to you know extreme
0: great great place though great RV destination Lots of, around there to do. Yep. All right, number 13. We're going to go back to Michigan.
1: Back to the UP. The UP is where it's at if you're going to Michigan, by the way.
0: You can you can probably add this to your Pictured Rocks tour.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, we've done it. Um, by We were staying in Munising, and we went to Kitchatikipi. It's Palm Brook State Park, and it's on the south side of the UP. It's kind of near Manistique, and uh, it has giant natural spring and you can take a raft across it. It's like super deep. There's huge trout in there most of the time.
0: The raft is cool because it's one that you pull a rope and it pushes you across. The raft is like on a rope and you like turn a wheel Yep, and it like pushes you across and you do it. Like they don't do it for you. Yeah, People that are on the boat do it.
1: When we went there there was a little bit of a line. We waited probably I don't know 20 or 30 minutes to get on to the raft and they put
0: well actually a dozen or two people actually we waited 20 or 30 minutes and then our kid had to go to the bathroom yeah, <laughs> so then yeah. we had to wait even longer
1: yeah it was like <laughs> next i'm like oh we're gonna have to wait because my kid has to go to the bathroom so we had to walk all the way back <laughs> you get on with about a dozen people or so maybe more and then yeah you just you don't have to go at any certain pace Obviously, you have to do it in a timely manner.
0: But it's a spring. You can see the water like.
1: It's crystal clear. I think it's 40 or 50 feet deep.
0: Yes. And you can see the water like boiling. Up. I mean, it's not boiling. Is it boiling?
1: No, it's just rushing out from yeah. the ground. In the, It's all sand. You can see the sand like churning at the bottom.
0: And then there's fish bigger than us.
1: Yeah, there. like four or five foot trout.
0: Crazy. Cool place.
1: But they don't allow fishing. Found out the hard way. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: And number 14, if Lexi was on this podcast, this would be all her.
1: Great Smoky Mountain National Park.
0: Mm-hmm. Great place. Really
1: just that whole area.
0: Yes, the whole area. Um, We camped in...
1: Pigeon Forge.
0: Yep, at a campground, and it was actually expensive. That was over our limit, I think, wasn't it?
1: I think it might have been a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think it was like maybe 40 bucks a night, $45 a night. But it was right in Pigeon Forge. It was close to everything that we were doing.
0: It's still, even at $40, cheaper than a hotel. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was a full hookup site. It was a 50 amp and all that. Mm -hmm. And we had, they didn't have a pool or anything like that. But But it
0: was a nice place, nice campground, nice people.
1: Right there you got Pigeon Forge, you have Gatlinburg, of course the National Park and all the things to do there.
0: We have a whole podcast on this. I would recommend listening to that because we have some other tips, but. One tip I just want to remind you about that we love is the Gypsy Guides.
1: Gypsy Guide, yeah.
0: There's a great Gypsy Guide for that area.
1: And there's actually a lot of Gypsy Guides for things that we're going to go over or already have gone over.
0: Yeah, so make sure you check those out. Number 15.
1: Moving to Florida. Wikiwachi State Park in the Springs there.
0: Yeah, super cool. This is near my Aunt Tina. She told us about it. We went there with her. So we stayed in Spring Hill. At an encore park. Yep. And it's 15 minutes away, 20 minutes.
1: It's pretty pretty darn close, yeah, probably within 15 minutes. But Weeki Wachee was fun. They have, like, a live show with mermaids.
0: Where do you get to see them?
1: <laughs> you get to swim in the, the spring. There's a water park there. There's a bunch of water slides and stuff. You can rent kayaks and tubes. I don't even think you rent them. You just no, I think borrow you, them. Yeah. yeah. You just, and you can float the river sometimes. I don't think they have
0: kayaks. Oh, no, I think you can rent kayaks, but I don't yeah. think we...
1: We didn't. Yeah. But,
0: but you can do the tubes for free. It's like a lazy river.
1: There's also a river boat that you can do. The girls did that with the grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, at certain times of the year, there's manatees in the river.
0: There's like a reptile thing.
1: Yep, there's a reptile show and a...
0: Flying fish.
1: Yeah. Mullet.
0: I was actually recording the river and one jumped out right in front of me. I was like, yeah. uh, did it that was, just happen? What yeah, is was, that thing?
1: It shocked us both. <laughs> but that's, it's a beautiful area and it's fun to swim in.
0: And it's not too expensive. Um, it is kind of, but not too bad. You can um, leave the place and come back. The tip there though is like you can leave and go to your car. You can technically leave and come back, but they cut off. They don't let you in the parking lot anymore after a certain, like if it fills up, if they're really busy. And so you could technically get stuck out if um, you leave the park and then want to come back. Yeah. But if it's not a busy time, uh, feel feel free to even leave and go get lunch and then come back because you can leave. You get stamped.
1: You get a little pass to leave. Mm -hmm. Best tip is just pack your vehicle full of coolers and food and drinks and... You have to get your camping chairs out
0: by your tape, you know, take a little break and then go back in. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of peacocks.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Forgot about those things. They're (laughs) everywhere.
0: Number 16, Lava Hot Springs.
1: Yep. And that's in Idaho. That's uh, Southeast Idaho. And that was the first taste of Idaho that we got. Mm -hmm. And And then we
0: spent five more weeks there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But the Lava Hot Springs is a town. They actually have natural hot springs there. Um, most of them are, or all that we know of, are all in pools. So you have to go there and reserve a spot. You
0: pay. You yep. pay, yep. It's like privately owned.
1: Yep. There is a huge water park there in Lava Hot Springs.
0: With spring water.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. We stayed at, just outside, right on the Portnuff River, at a boondocking spot. It was um, designated campsites. But it's free. I think you could stay at the time. You could stay up 10 days free.
0: And it was gorgeous and beautiful, and I loved it. And, and I may be, like, exaggerating a little bit just because we had just spent the entire winter in the desert, and this was the greenest stuff we've ever seen yeah. <laughs> for the last five months. Uh, but it was gorgeous, I thought, and I'd highly recommend that spot.
1: Yeah. I think it was um, really early June or mid-June when we got there. And, yeah, everything was, like, vibrant green. The river was flowing good.
0: Like fake green. We yeah. had, to like, on pictures that we took, we had to mute the green because it was yeah. so green it looked fake.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's one of our favorite spots. We loved it there.
0: All right. Let's come back down to Utah, number 17 and number 18. And I made these separate because even though you could probably do these at the same time, but they are two different RV destinations. You will yep. probably move locations, but we have great spots for both of them.
1: Yep. First one, Bryce Canyon National Park. Uh, we had a lot of fun there. We did a little couple of little hikes there, took a ton of pictures and video. Uh, we stayed right outside the park, maybe 15 minutes, in Dixie National Forest. There's a really ton of boondocking there.
0: If you have listened to any of our podcasts and you've heard the girls talk about the boondocking spot with the fort, yep. this is the spot.
1: Yeah, the spot that we ended up in was a big open spot in the woods, but somebody had built a fort out of sticks and logs. And the girls, as soon as we got there, I was setting up and getting ready to stay there for a while, for I think a week or two weeks. They like moved in.
0: <laughs> yeah, they put their chairs They had stuff. chairs.
1: They had blankets out there. They had books. So that was a hit. And there's a lot of cool things around there. If you don't even go into Bryce or, if, you know, if you want to explore outside.
0: If you're there, you go to Bryce.
1: Obviously. Because
0: it's amazing. But. <laughs> what I'm telling you is don't forget to go to Bryce.
1: There are so many things outside of Bryce mm-hmm. to explore.
0: What's that one um, where you drive through and you drive through, like, the.
1: The tunnel. I think it's, like, uh I want to say Red Rock Canyon or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just west of Bryce or where we stayed. And there's like a couple national forest campgrounds there.
0: I think that's a state park, right? The forest, Red Rock area?
1: I, or something like that, okay. yeah. But there's hiking there. Mm-hmm. Um, like and it's I said, gorgeous. Like said, campgrounds there that you can stay in as well.
0: And then right near there, but like I said, I'm making these two different destinations. The next one is 18, which is Zion, because you can move to the spot.
1: We went from Zion to Bryce, mm-hmm. but in the reverse order, we stayed 20 minutes outside of Zion, too.
0: And we had a huge canyon in our backyard. Yep. And it was gorgeous. And you can drone there, for sure.
1: Yes, absolutely, we did.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And that's an, that's another spot where they've made it into designated camping. So if there's a fire ring there, and you know, uh, provided by the... BLM or whoever it is.
0: I don't think they had fire rings,
1: did yes. they? Yep.
0: Oh, they did? Yep. I know there was designated spots. There was only, like, six in there. Yeah,
1: I there's... think that, that spot right there had, like, six six spots. And then um, around that whole area, within, like, five or ten miles, there's a ton of other dispersed and yeah. designated camp spots.
0: And we talk about that inside of our uh, Utah podcast. We'll make sure to link it in this po- this one as well.
1: But Zion is a park that you drive through and your jaw is, like, open the whole time.
0: Yeah, Zion, I think, is one of the first parks that that really um, inspired me or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've been to, I before Zion, we had been to a few other national parks. Zion was my first one with, like, mountains i guess maybe it was my first mountains was it my first mountains
1: i don't think so like
0: big mountains i don't know either way it was my first like jaw-dropping park mine personally
1: it's just because everything is it's just so big
0: yes you you feel tiny and you feel like (laughs) yeah you are just a speck yeah amazing place to go highly recommend it and Taking s- your RV is even better because where the, where's the nearest hotel to Zion? Oh, right there in that town. There's probably. a couple
1: towns in between where we boondocked and the park. Um, there's RV parks. There's a couple. I'm sure there's Airbnbs and stuff through mm. there. But obviously when you stay right outside of a national park in a campground, you're paying a premium. And they're always busy. Every time we drove by those campgrounds, they had their little uh, sandwich board out by the road that said no vacancy.
0: And they were all full. Yeah. And, like. Right next to each other, where, yeah. where we were, there. Like I said, they're spread out, and it was this huge area. I mean, I think they could probably fit twenty people in there at least. Yes, and they have like six spots, so it's well.
1: Also, at night, everybody started rolling in. There would be twenty every night, people. Though? Yeah.
0: Oh, they did that every yeah. night. I only know that the first night, but I thought that it cleaned up. No,
1: there would be twenty people spread out throughout the whole thing, and like most of them would leave by the time
0: mm-hmm. by
1: midday next day, but. Yeah, it's it's been a popular spot forever. They just limited how many people can stay there.
0: Number nineteen,
1: Ocean Shores, Washington.
0: Super cool, and this is a beach you can drive on for free.
1: Yep, yeah, we love driving on beaches, and
0: we love free. So. We love
1: free. <laughs> so this was a winner.
0: Yes, and it's a it's a beautiful one. It's you know you're right on the ocean.
1: Yeah, we spent a lot of time. We went out there a dozen times. Some of them for just drives. Sometimes we could just get ice cream and just drive the whole length. You know, sometimes some spots you have to go in and out at different intersections. Yeah, we it's went out there. It's an actual highway. Yeah. yeah, it's a and state road, a- I think. We stayed at Oceana, which is a, was it an Encore or a Thousand Trails? I think it's an Encore. But going into town, you know, I don't know where I'm going, so I put in a destination. One time there was traffic. There was some construction traffic. So I just took the beach, and I went, I bypassed all that.
0: Really cool, though. We saw Bald Eagle eating yep. a f- Another bird. Yeah. Um, Our dogs got to play. I think if they're well-trained, they could be off leash. Um, You just got to be careful because there's other people out there. And this is a really. I didn't see any signs for leashed animals, but, you know, out of respect, you should, especially if your animals are wild.
1: Yeah. And a tip there is um, all the entrance roads to the beach is usually where a lot of people congregate Mm -hmm. and they'll set up their tents and, you know, have their little gatherings and stuff. If you just drive like an eighth or a quarter of a mile past that down the beach, usually it's just wide open. If you wanted the the spot to yourself, especially if you're going to have your dogs off and stuff, you can have that whole area to yourself.
0: And they have horseback riding. Yeah. Number 20, we're going back to Utah. Another favorite of Lexi's, Capitol Reef National
1: Park. That was a good one. Capitol Reef's one that's kind of like out there by itself, um, but there is a lot of good boondocking around that area. We ended up staying at a private RV park but it's a beautiful area there's a lot of history there mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool hikes and stuff to do
0: and it's a cool underrated park yeah for sure so number 21
1: White Mountain Road which has a wild horse sanctuary
0: mm-hmm. I was working one day and a wild horse walked by the RV that's why you should RV there because it's amazing
1: <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a it's BLM it's free Boon it's boondocking.
0: It is very windy, though. That's our warning. Very windy. So you're not going to be, like, putting up a tent or anything.
1: And that's, like, uh, Green River, I think, Wyoming. That's Mm -hmm. the southwest corner of Wyoming.
0: Number 22, Potato Museum. I added this because you can RV there. It's a Harvest Host. Yep. And so if you have a Harvest Host membership, you can... Stay right there in the parking lot, and it's an amazing museum that you can walk through. It's super fun.
1: Yeah, we all had a ton of fun at the museum, and they have a little cafe where you can try all kinds of potato foods.
0: Mm -hmm. And if it's still open, right across the street is a great fudge candy shop, and they have great fudge.
1: Mm -hmm. 23, Sedona, Arizona. Oh, yeah. That place is so beautiful, and there's so much to do there. There's hikes like crazy There's some really good Jeep trails, and there's really not a bad picture that you could take in Sedona, I don't think.
0: There's boondocking, and we stayed at a 1,000 Trails in Cottonwood. Yep. Number 24. You would think this one would be, like, number two.
1: Well, this is in no particular order. I know. know. Otherwise, it would be up there. But (laughs) we're talking about Yellowstone National Park.
0: And the reason why this is a great RV destination is because you can RV at every single entrance. And then you're not rushing to do the entire park in a, you know, in one day or something. You can actually spend time at each entrance and just do that little section, that quarter of the park or whatever.
1: I don't Um, care who you are. You cannot do Yellowstone in one day.
0: We divided the park up into kind of like near that entrance. (laughs) We stayed by West Yellowstone first and we did like the West Yellowstone area of Yellowstone. Then we did the Northwest section. Yep. Gardener Gardner. Yep. Stayed and in, in, just kind of hung out in that area. Then we did the northeast section. Yeah. <laughs> did that section. Then we stayed in Cody. Boondocked at every spot. Now
1: we stayed. We, uh, we paid at Cook City, Montana, which is the northeast gate. Um, that was a national forest campground, but it was super cheap. It was like seven bucks a night or something.
0: Yeah, with your park pass, you get like a better rate. And then we stayed a week in Cody area, which is boondocking. And that way is a little bit farther into the park, but there's still fun stuff to do there. We did a rodeo in Cody, which was great. Um, And then, of course, the last one, you stay at Tetons, which we've already talked about that. Lots of places to stay down there. Yep. Uh, But you can stay at every entrance of the park and really get to explore Yellowstone National Park. I say it's the best way to go to Yellowstone is in an RV. I agree. And... All of those spots we mentioned, like I said, were free. Except one. Except one, which was very cheap. Uh, When you stay in a hotel, you're going to be paying, you know, higher prices. You're also going to be paying higher prices if you stay at a campground. Some of the campgrounds around there were $100 a night. So (laughs) free is much better than that. Number 25, Black Hills in South Dakota. And I kind of grouped in here Sturges, Deadwood, Custer State Park, and Wind Cave National Park. It's all in the same area. If you're boondock or if you're RVing in this area, you can visit all of those things, and you will not be disappointed. It's an amazing area.
1: Yeah, and one that's one thing that we love is history. There's a ton of history in that whole area. Um, Sturgis, of course, depending on what time you go, you could have the Sturgis Rally there, Bike Rally. Um, Deadwood has its own history. <laughs> Custer State Park, of course, you go there and you see bison. You get in bison jams and you see all kinds of animals mm-hmm. and beauty. You know, the, the whole Needles Highway and everything.
0: But you can see Mount Rushmore through the Needles Highway Yeah, and all of that. Um, you can also, you can stay right in the Black Hills. You can boondock for free. And we actually did that. So we stayed at a campground for most of the time we were there, which we talk about in our podcast. And we really liked that, that campground. Um, but when we left there, we had to kind of hang out in that area, I think for like another week or I don't know. It was a weekend. Yeah. And so we actually boondocked in the Black Hills and I was upset we didn't do it earlier. Yeah. It was a good spot. Yeah. It's a really good spot. We had, if you've ever been to the Black Hills or that area, you have like the granite outcrops inside the woods. So you're driving in the woods and then all of a sudden there's like this granite rock Outcrop. Yep. And there was one of those right at the boondocking spot. It was gorgeous. Yep. Number 26, Mount St. Helens and Mount Rainier.
1: Both epic. Mm-hmm. In their, especially kind of like in their, both beautiful and like in their own way. Mount St. Helens was um, better than I expected. I knew it was going to be cool, but it was way cooler than I thought it was going to be. And then, of course, Mount Rainier, we spent a ton of time kind of in that. Area and we kept seeing Mount Rainier, mm-hmm. and then we finally stayed kind of near it. And then we went into the park, and that was a really good experience.
0: And we kind of boondocked no, we I'm sorry, at, we stayed, at, I didn't mean that, we stayed um, about an hour from each.
1: Yeah, we stayed in Chehalis at a thousand trails there.
0: However, there is boondocking closer. Yep, yep. and you I can would stay recommend close. that actually.
1: Yeah, especially if you're going to spend time in each park, stay closer, you can sp- spend less time driving.
0: Mm-hmm. Number 27, Craters of the Moon. Super cool place. Yes. There's an actual campground right there.
1: Uh, and, you, yeah, you you camp right in, like, the...
0: Lava stuff. Lava rock. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. We did not do that. We boondocked outside, and we went in, and it was cool still.
1: Yeah, we went there a couple times, mm-hmm. and it was... Uh, we did some hikes. We went in some caves.
0: We almost died.
1: Not we, but <laughs> it was... and. It, Whatever time it was, it was June or early July, and it was super hot. And we had
0: no water (laughs) with us, and I thought I was dying.
1: (laughs) We didn't know we were going to be walking and hiking that long, so we didn't really take water with us, which we should have.
0: We did have water in our car, so let me clarify. Yeah. (laughs) Once we got back to the car, which I left them and went back to the car, but when I was walking back to the car, I was pretty sure there was, like, vultures flying over me. But anyways, number 28.
1: Rocky Mountain National Park. The whole drive-in is amazing. The whole time you're there, it's amazing. Especially we were there in June. There was still a ton of snow there. There was huge snow banks. Um, the rivers are amazing. There's tons of wildlife. We stayed at a county park, county fairground campground, um, just outside of it. it. Took us about, I'd say, about thirty to forty minutes to get into the national park.
0: Yes, but the whole, it's. 30 to 40 minutes to get into the park, but the entire Rocky Mountains are in your view the whole time. Yeah, so. you can see them the whole time. Yeah, you're still like in awe the <laughs>
1: whole yep.
0: time. But there's tons of places to camp around there. There's, you know, you can go, you can get closer if you have to. Um, but it's a great place because you can stay longer if you're saving money on hotels and <laughs> you're yep. in your RV because uh, you need longer to explore that area. And yeah, it's not gorgeous. too far from
1: Denver. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Number twenty nine. We just went to this one recently. Great Sand Dunes National Park. We boondocked right outside of this park, free.
1: Yep. And yep. actually,
0: where do you stay if you're not boondock? Where do you there's, go? There's if There's a there-
1: campground in the national park.
0: Well, where do you go if you're not but in an RV?
1: It, but that that campground closes, I think November first. Because we were there while we were there, they closed the campground.
0: But where do you go when you're not in an RV? There's there a couple hotel? towns
1: and stuff around on the outskirts. Like, you'd have to drive a lot more to get to the national park.
0: Yeah, so this is why this is a great RV destination, because it's just easier. Yep. <laughs> the, the hotels are much farther away. And this is a park you don't want to forget. It's actually pretty cool.
1: Number 30, Petrified Forest National Park.
0: Yes, yeah, so you can stay for free right outside the park yep. at a campground thing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a gift shop with a campground.
0: Yeah, and across... But it was a there's sh- actually
1: two gift shops, yeah, each one has a campground. One is paid with some some hookups, and the other one is free with no hookups.
0: And it's right outside the park, yeah, like right outside the gate. The, the
1: gate <laughs> is right there,
0: and that is a underrated park as well. I think uh, it was not busy when we were there, and it was really cool. There's petrified wood that you get to see, a lot of cool hikes. Um, it's like uh, badlands with a little bonus, yep. Speaking of the Badlands, number 31, the Badlands.
1: That's in South Dakota. Um, there's an amazing boondocking spot. You, if you follow our full-time RVers and boondocking, you've surely seen pictures and video of the spot. They, they call it the wall or the Badlands Overlook or the, something like that. <laughs> but there's we've got so many pictures and videos and drone stuff. Um, And that's right outside of the Badlands National Park, which by itself is an amazing park. It's very unique.
0: Yep. And you can also go to uh, Wall Drug.
1: Yep. Wall Drug.
0: yeah, a couple other areas right around there. So it's a great RV destination. And to be honest, that's another one of those that if you are not staying in an RV, (laughs) you have to go much farther away. Yep. Number 32, Porcupine Mountains.
1: Yep, and this is a wilderness area in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. This is on the western side. There's a lot of things to do there. There's Lake the clouds. Gorgeous. Go in the fall yeah, to the, the spot. Yep,
0: Yeah, there's a ton of hikes, a ton of cool things to do, and it's just a great location to hang out.
1: We did not boondock around there, but there is, in the vicinity, there's National Forest that you can boondock. If you're there's smaller, a, too. A, yep, there's a bunch of campgrounds and stuff. There's actually a campground in the wilderness area or the state park i think we've been there a couple times one time we stayed at a cabin but we didn't have the rv
0: so when we went to the porcupine mountains it was before we were official right so it's not on our website yeah so i don't know where we stayed but it was a paid campground anyways yeah i think we
1: stayed in munising and we drove we went there on the way through to keweenaw peninsula or something
0: great location to go number
1: 33 No brainer. Stay with family. Mooch Doc.
0: (laughs) One of the best RV destinations is to go see your family.
1: Yep. (laughs) Especially if you're full-time traveling the country. Uh, For us, you know, our family always wants us to come back to Michigan where we're from and where they live.
0: Even if you're not full-timer, it's still great to go visit other family members when you're in an RV because then especially if you can like mooch stock at their house. Yep. Um because then you have your stuff out in the house and then you can go in and visit and do that, but then you know when they're you trying to settle space. their yeah, you have your own space when they're trying to settle on their kids, when you're trying to settle down your kids, you know, you can get them yep. wrangled into your own home um and so I think it's just you get to have your own bed and your own shower and your own pillows. Everything is better. Yep. <laughs> so, best RV destination going to see family. Plus, yep. it's always good to see family. 34, we're cheating,
1: friends. Friends. <laughs> Still <laughs> mooch docking. Yep. Different people.
0: Same kind of thing though. Yeah, you, you know when you go in to visit and then you can come out at night to wrangle everyone together and then in the morning go back in and visit again. It's much easier than staying in someone else's bed, I think. I
1: never really liked that. That's that's something that I ask my friends all the time when we're talking, and it always comes up, how big's your driveway? (laughs) I have a friend who lives in Key West, and I have asked him that before.
0: Number 35, Theodore Roosevelt National Park. If you haven't been to this park, you're missing out. It is gorgeous, and the best part about it is there's wild horses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The area is cool because it's like a mini Badlands. It's actually pretty big, but mm-hmm. it's got a Badlands vibe to it.
0: The horses are what yeah. make it.
1: Yeah. We saw so many wild horses there. We had a lot of encounters, like close encounters with them. Just, like in the just gorgeous stuff.
0: views, too. Like, yeah. they'll be, like, standing on a ledge, and there's, like, 20 of them. Just, I mean, it's just gorgeous. Yep. Love that park. And we camped at a private campground right outside. I'm sure there's boondocking around there, right?
1: There is, yep. Mm-hmm. And because when we were gonna go, when, when we go back, we'll boondock. Number thirty-six, Leavenworth, Washington. This was a cool area. There's so many like giant trees. Like when I think of Washington, this is exactly what I thought.
0: And the town is really cool. It's kind of like a Frankenmuth if you've been in Michigan yes. area. Um, it's a great it's a great area. Yeah, Highly it's like a little
1: Bavarian town. They have amazing food. If you go in the summer, they have like a city park with a pool and like a like water slides and all kinds of fun activities that you can do.
0: Number 37, Olympic Peninsula.
1: Yeah, it's you couldn't really narrow down like just one thing to do there. So we went through like general Olympic Peninsula.
0: And this is the best thing about RV life or, our you know, RV destinations. Even if you run an RV or if you're just vacationing an RV or whatever, um, this is the best thing about it is you can't, like, if you can't narrow down an area like the Copper Harbor area, (laughs) you can actually go and take the RV in multiple different spots and stay in the whole Olympic Peninsula and see it all.
1: Yep. And there are a lot of good spots to stay. We stayed at some RV parks. We stayed at... An escapees park. We boondocked.
0: Number 38, North Shore in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, late in the uh, fall of 2020, we drove up from Michigan, and we went around Lake Superior on the North Shore in Minnesota, and it is gorgeous.
0: There's some great state parks there, some good hikes.
1: Yeah, Gooseberry Falls State Park. Yep. Um, we went drove all the way up to the border. Yes. We stayed at a private campground. I think it was an RPI. Um, Black or maybe Sands not. or something. Yep. yep. That was right on the water.
0: We got to visit with my cousin, which was awesome, and her daughter. And we got pie. Yeah,
1: from Sherry's Pies.
0: Great location, though. That's a good spot to go with your RV because there's a lot to do in that area.
1: Yep. Number 39, Payette Lake, Idaho. And where we stayed here was in McCall. We boondocked, and it was right right on the other side of the road was Payette Lake. Which is gorgeous. Gorgeous lake. It's like a, I've called it like a mini Lake Tahoe because it's a super clean lake, blue lake, surrounded by mountains. Mm
0: -hmm. And tons of activities to do. Great spot to go. There's other campgrounds and other boondocking in the area. Number 40, Lake Michigan. The entire entire lake michigan
1: (laughs) yeah you can't go wrong on any part of lake michigan
0: and if you're in an rv you can do the whole thing and i highly recommend it we have a podcast about that actually uh but some of our favorite sleeping bear dunes traverse city all those are good
1: if you go to traverse city in the summer you can hit the cherry festival which is always a good time there's so many state parks and so many campgrounds there Uh, we've stayed at national forest campgrounds. Just
0: make sure you're within like 30 minutes of Lake Michigan and you're good.
1: Yep. (laughs) And if you like sunsets, stay in Michigan on Lake Michigan shoreline. If you like sunrises, go over to Wisconsin. (laughs) Number 41, Galveston, Texas. That's a good spot. You can boondock right on the island.
0: Yeah. We're going to be doing that soon. Yep. There's campgrounds, tons of campgrounds down there. And it's a really cool area to just explore.
1: Yep, there's piers. Yeah, with like a whole bunch of stuff on it.
0: It's a great area to RV. Also in Texas, we have Lake Conroe, and then I kind of cheated and added a couple more here, Lake Livingston and Alaska. We stayed in Alaska, right? Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. North Shore RV Park, which is right on Lake Livingston. It's a huge all-sports lake, um, good fishing Good boating. Some people swim. Some people swim. I've heard there's gators in there, so I didn't swim in it because our RV park had a pool, which was good enough for me.
0: And I like natural lakes. <laughs> yeah. Lake Conroe, though, is a beautiful park. Yeah. We stayed at a 1,000 Trails there. It's one of our favorite. It's actually our home park. It's yep. It's a great park.
1: It's huge.
0: All right, 43, Jim Hogg.
1: Yep, that was a state park in Texas. Um, I think it's by Georgetown. Uh, we stayed there for a few days. It's a cool campground. Uh, The lake is beautiful, and there's a lot of – you can rent boats and jet skis, and you can do water sports, Is it
0: near near any cities? Georgetown. Number 44, New Orleans.
1: I think it's Nolens. Is it? (laughs) That's what they say. If you're from there, that's what you say.
0: This is a great place to RV, and you wouldn't think that. You'd think that you'd want to stay in a hotel right in New Orleans, but we stayed in an RV park across the lake.
1: Fontainebleau State Park.
0: Yep, and we would take, like, the bridge over. I mean, it was a little ways into the city, but it was a nice park out of the city, and we were there during New Year's, so it was a yeah. little more hype. So. But
1: the park itself is gorgeous. That was, like, our first taste of the Spanish moss and mm-hmm. the live oak trees. And we just loved it.
0: We have a good memory there. Coming yep. in, we, we got to the park at night, and our lights were, like, shining on the trees. Yep. And this moss was, like, swaying. It was gorgeous. So we would drive into the city and hang out. We went multiple times. It was still not a big deal yep. to do it. Um, it's a gorgeous view the whole way. Yep. 45, USS Alabama.
1: That one's a, right in Mobile, Alabama, right on the coast. Uh, we stayed about 20 minutes outside of that. Mm-hmm. At an RPI. Um, we stayed there for like five days. Went and saw the USS Alabama. We did the boat tour and everything. It was amazing.
0: And there's a submarine there you can travel. Submarine. Can there's on, all yeah. kinds
1: of displays. We've,
0: we've talked about this on multiple podcasts. It's, it's a hit for our family. Yeah. We highly recommend it. Number 46. Anywhere along Route 66 or maybe traveling Route 66.
1: Some people make that in an, the entire Route 66 an RV destination. You start in Chicago you go all the way to California or vice versa. And it's fun. Number 47, Glamis Dunes. This is in California, Southern California. We stayed near there in Arizona, but we visited the dunes. And if you've never been to sand dunes. I was sad we had to come back. You should check it out. Yeah. Because
0: we, we didn't have our RV. We just went and visited for the day in our Jeep. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need our RV here yep. so we could just stay.
1: <laughs> yep. You can boondock right outside of it. Um, I think you can get a permit for a small fee. You can stay right there in the dunes.
0: I was kind of thinking we'd do this this year, actually. Yeah. 48 Salmon River. Ooh, love this river.
1: That's one of our favorite spots in Idaho.
0: Great memories here. Yep,
1: yeah. It's a really cool area. It's BLM. You can boondock right off of the river. Fish. Fish. Tube. Yeah, well, it's a very popular spot for rafting, whitewater rafting, because there's some good rapids there.
0: Maybe you don't want a tube then.
1: You could still tube it. <laughs> I mean, different parts. I was kind of in... meaning,
0: I was meaning like just like float around oh. in one area. Yeah, you can do that too, <laughs>
1: as long as you pick the right spot. <laughs> but there's good swimming there. We spent a whole day there swimming.
0: Number 49, Vegas, baby. Yeah. Great spot to boondock or, or RV park.
1: There's boondocking outside if you drove maybe 30, 45 minutes to get outside of town. Mm -hmm. Plenty of boondocking. We stayed at a 1,000 Trails right in Vegas. Not our favorite. But But it's still free. Worked. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we did a ton of exploring while we were there. So not only is there the Vegas Strip, there's a lot of destinations on the outskirts of town.
0: And this is a fun place to RV because you can do a lot of things like... When you're doing an RV destination, it's not always the ending, right? It's getting there, and you can stay at multiple places on the way there. And around um, Las Vegas, there's tons of stuff you can do.
1: Yep. Number 50, Valley of the Gods. Gorgeous. Yes. This is like a calendar picture when you go Mm -hmm. there. That's all you want to do is take pictures and drone videos and (laughs) all kinds of stuff because the whole area is just gorgeous.
0: No signal, you will need a Starlink. Yep. If you need internet. Uh, number 51.
1: Chase a rodeo.
0: Mm-hmm. A good destination would be a city with a rodeo. Any city with a rodeo.
1: Yep. We've been to multiple rodeos in multiple states, and we've never had a bad time.
0: They're so much fun, and so it's a good destination spot.
1: That's a matter of fact, when we get to places, that's one of the things that I, when I'm looking for things to do in the area I always look for a rodeo
0: we've been to Cody Rexburg we watched one in Bryce
1: yep Newport Washington
0: yeah good stuff 52 let's go back to Michigan
1: Mackinac City and St. Ignace, mm-hmm. depending on which side of the Mackinac Bridge you want to go
0: yes great spots lots of camping and there's so much fun stuff you can do while you're there you can take the ferry over to Mackinac Island and hang out you can drive north of St. Ignace, and there is the Sioux Locks, which are really cool to see the boats coming through yep. at Sioux St. Marie. You, there might be some camping up there as well, so you could probably just go to multiple places there. But either way, I would highly recommend adding that to your, even if it's just a drive day, Yep, where you just drive there for the day. For number 53, I have two different interesting things. I have Disney, which there's a campground right at Disney, which you wouldn't think.
1: Fort Wilderness.
0: Yeah, called Fort Wilderness. And it's amazing. Highly recommend it. We've actually never stayed there. We were supposed to, but then COVID happened. Um, but we've been through there. We've seen it, and it's great. Uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Can't yep. wait to do that. Um, also, Jeep Beach, if you have a Jeep, highly recommend RV destination here because... It's right on Daytona Beach and you can stay right in
1: Daytona Speedway.
0: Yes. And on they the have like field, yeah. activities and stuff going on in there. Yep. So both of those things are number 53. 54.
1: The Beet Harvest. <laughs> so we stayed in North Dakota at the Beet Harvest, but there are multiple locations.
0: Or you can also add here any work camping. Yep. This is the best time to do an RV destination because you get your camping for free Yep. yep. (laughs) normally.
1: Number 55, Apostle Islands in Wisconsin. That one's on Lake Superior as well. We actually went there in the RV before we were full-time, but Mm -hmm. we did take the RV there. So we called that an RV destination. We had the dogs with us. They stayed in the RV with the AC on Mm -hmm. while we did the Apostle Island boat tour.
0: And that was fun. It was. We haven't claimed it yet, though, because because it was not before the journey. Yep. Yet. See, so some of these things we're doing like double because we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Number 56, Orlando. Not just Disney is in Orlando. There is tons of stuff to do in Orlando. And the, I think the best way to do it is in an RV because it's cheaper. So you have Universal Studios. You have all the museums and fun things to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Staying in Orlando in an RV is a great, great option.
1: But here's a tip: Orlando is one hour away from Orlando. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you have to drive there, just so you know.
0: 57. Going back to Nevada.:
1: Great Basin National Park. And we actually stayed in Utah when we went to this national park. Uh, but it's crazy to the way the landscape changes, because you go from desert to huge mountains.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, the park is in Nevada. It's in the northern part where we were staying in Utah is closer for us to have gone yep. over there. It was actually a last-minute thing yep. as well. Um, but I think there's boondocking closer, right? Yep.
1: You can boondock in that area in Nevada and Utah.
0: And that's probably the best option because you can get much closer to it to do that. Yep. Number 58, North Cascades.
1: This is one that you want to go to and stay. The whole area is beautiful. Northern Washington, that whole stretch across the top of Washington is gorgeous, and there's a ton of stuff to do.
0: Yeah, we stayed at a Thousand Trails. Yep. 59, Idaho.
1: Coeur d'Alene. Another super beautiful destination. There's a ton of RV parks. There is some boondocking around the area, but there's a lot of Jeep trails up in the mountains you can do, you know, if you're into boating, there's... That huge Lake Coeur d'Alene right there. You it can just, take
0: a day trap to the border.
1: Yep. Overall, gorgeous area.
0: And number 60. Let me have that drum roll.
1: <laughs> I don't have one yet.
0: <laughs> Whoa. I need Kylie out here to do it. Yours, yep. Hers is much better. And again, this is in no particular order. <laughs> but number 60, Flagstaff.
1: Yep. Flagstaff, Arizona. We've had... We visited many times at different times of the year. We've been there when it was nice and warm. We've been there when it was snowing, lizard, <laughs> played in the snow there.
0: We recommend staying in Cottonwood if it's winter yep. <laughs> and driving to Flagstaff. Um, but there is a lot of cool boondocking in Flagstaff if it's summer.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. The National Forest right there, Coconino National Forest. We've boondocked there a couple times.
0: Cool town. And that wraps up our sixty RV destinations that you should check out.
1: Yeah, these are all Take places that alley's. we. These are all places that we've been, we've stayed there or near there, mm-hmm. and we have good memories there. And it's definitely something that we recommend.
0: Yeah, we didn't mention if you've noticed, um, if you've listened to our podcast, we've been to a lot more places than what we've listed here. We only listed the best things. Highly recommend all of these things. All right. I think that's it. I think that'll do it for podcast episode 60.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. 60.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week.
1: See ya! Bye. 60. (laughs) Nice. Did you just say that? (laughs)
0: We don't know what we're doing yet. Maybe
1: by 100 we'll have it (laughs) nailed. (laughs) All right. And from here on out, we're not gonna do six, a number of things to do, in your RV because the numbers are gonna get bigger and bigger.
0: Okay, so we'll just do it this time.
1: I'm not gonna do a hundred things to do.
0: (laughs) The Teton National Park. Yeah. Teton National Mountains. Let me say that again. Another cool place to go in your RV
1: don't look forward to that people
0: rv if you have an rv you're gonna be driving around, yep. driving there a little and
1: there's if you
0: hold if, on let me say that again
1: yeah go ahead this is one of our favorite winter <clears throat> hold <on>. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Look, i'm 14 again
0: y-u-m-a Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. You didn't feel that?
1: No, I wasn't feeling it. Which is actually Palm. Let me look it up. It's Palms. Palm. Brooks? Palm Brooks State Park. Okay. I knew it was something like that. It's Palm. Have you see whoopsie that's it's it's easy to I don't know yeah I don't stop, what, say. Just stop. <laughs> <B-b-b-> yeah. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I was hoping you'd spit that out <laughs> <You're joking. laughs> no I'm not just kidding Leavenworth just kidding Is it Leavenworth? Number 36, Leavenworth.
1: I'll get it, I got it.
0: (laughs) With the ferry or with the things. What is that? The boat that goes through the water.
1: (laughs) Did you put those together on purpose?
0: (laughs) For your mind to think about it.